0: Welcome to the Simply Real podcast with your host Jennifer Maharaj I'm a lover cause I'm Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can stay updated for all my future podcasts Definitely tap in with my YouTube at Simply Real and give it a subscribe. You're listening to the voice of Public Enemy, only one of the best hip hop groups back in the day. They are still on my list of all time favorite artists. Keep it locked into the Simply Via podcast. We got a pretty dope show coming up for you. Today, we have a very special guest speaker, Larry Penton. Larry is a firefighter and licensed paramedic. He's also the CEO of Penton Pending Consulting Solutions, LLC.
1: The same in the
0: Larry also has a phenomenal story to tell us working with the one and only Professor Griff from yes you got it public enemy that's why today we are definitely giving thanks and we are showing our love for the public enemy group especially a big shout out to Professor Griff who's doing some great things keep it locked in we got a lot more coming up with Larry.
1: Don't, don't, believe don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. I don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't 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 believe the hype. Say- We're gonna we get together? Of public enemy might disagree. The deaf can't hear it, the blind can't see. Gun is relative, blind can't see. We're all relatives, human family. No I and team, but who we be, thinking how we be from me to me. people we people can't we get together.
0: Yes, if you're listening in, you're tuning into this Simply Real podcast. Today is old school hip-hop. We're keeping it real. We're going back in the day. You're listening to the voice of the one and only KRS-One.
2: I know exactly what you're thinking. You. the crowd is booing you give me one month record for record on tape i'll ruin you some li- Want for all city. It's all
0: it's pretty. Keep it locked in. We got a dope interview coming up with the one and only Larry Penton. Larry is really doing some great things in the society. He is talking all about mental health. He's advocating, bringing awareness about gun safety and prevention. And really just an all-around inspiration and motivation. He is working hand-in-hand with Professor Griff. Yes, Professor Griff from the one and only Public Enemy Group. Only one of the best all-time hip-hop groups to live. Keep it locked in. You're listening to the Simply Real podcast with yours truly, Jennifer Maharaj. See, this is what I'm saying,
2: and I know you don't see this. They watch it too much television and they rock up. This ain't the TV show taxi, and I ain't rock up. I'll break her. I mean, reverb can, can this mic go they respect me, But here you stand, trying to get yours but getting nothing. You probably can't spell boogie down or production. I play for jokes, I play for kids, I play for shoots, believe me. Put down the microphone and consider a squeegee. You ain't a PG. Huh? Now,
0: everyone to the Simply Real podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. I'm so excited, Larry Penton, who is a firefighter and licensed paramedic. He's also the CEO of Penton Pending Consulting Solutions, LLC. Larry, I'm so happy to have you on board today. You know, after meeting with you on Clubhouse and just hearing the wonderful things that you're doing, spreading such motivation, spreading such awareness, and really just being that voice of inspiration, you know, I wanted to bring you on the Simply Real podcast. And I'm so happy and privileged to have you as a guest today. How are you doing?
3: Oh, great. How are you doing?
0: Doing great. You know, it's beautiful start to the day after, you know, speaking with you now. (laughs) Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about Larry pensing, Pending Mm -hmm. Consulting Solutions. What are you all about? And tell us a little bit about it so our viewers can get a good idea of who you are.
3: Well, Okay, my, my name is Larry Penton. I am the CEO and founder, co founder of Penton Pending Consulting Solutions, LLC. Our job and our company's focus is consulting. Uh, we started out primarily focusing on helping entrepreneurs that are startups. Uh, do all the administrative tasks. So it doesn't matter if, from A to Z if you are a farmer, if you are a speaker, a writer, if you, you know, no matter what your job is, if you need help with setting up websites, doing the background work as far as HR, payroll, some tax information, forming your LLC, that's where we come into play. Uh, we also will help you start and, upload your content to your social media platforms. And so that's primarily what our company initially started out doing. And that's what is listed on our website. Since I am a, a paramedic, still I have an active medic license from the state of Missouri. I thought, well, you know, I retired in May of 2020 uh, after being on the front line fighting COVID. Uh, and so I said, well, what can I do with the medical side of me. And so I have a number of certifications. One includes being a certified stop the bleed instructor. So I teach people how to use tourniquets, uh, how to deal with hemostatic gauzes, chest seals, and what to do to survive in real time. Uh, If you're in a situation where some active violent incident happens, uh, we and then when I say me, I'm talking about myself and my work partners, who, inc- who includes Professor Griff and Dexter Doc Piggins, who is a 23-year Army veteran retired. Uh, we go around the country and we do podcasts on Professor Griff's show talking about teaching people how to survive in real time in these active violent incidents, whether it's uh, involving a firearm, whether it's involving uh, explosives or other weapons. So I said, let me go ahead and, and add that to the consultant part of our business, because people always come to me about medical stuff from A to Z anyway. And that's kind of just a little skinny of I and mean, We can dive into that even in more detail if you want.
0: Yeah, no. So I do want to take one step back for some people listening in who may not know who Professor Griff is. I mean, I know who he is because I'm a big fan. But why yeah. don't you tell us a little bit about who Professor Griff is and what he does and how he's sort of involved in the whole thing?
3: so professor griff i am 51 years old i grew up in you definitely don't look like it (laughs) thank you you so much i grew up and i'm from st louis missouri and that's where i worked in practice uh until may 21st of 2020 uh as a teenager i grew up listening to groups like public enemy and krs one and boogie down productions and different things like that so uh professor griff is part of the hip hop group Public Enemy. Now he's been in and out over the years for different reasons, but he's still a part of the group. And so he's not only, he was their minister of information and he also was their tour manager, which a lot of people didn't know. And so uh, he has a platform on YouTube and other platforms called Serious Minds, Serious like the satellite channel and mines with a Z. And so each week, if you go on his YouTube page if you just Google Professor Griff, you will see a bevy of shows that he does um, on a weekly basis. And so he he also is a certified uh, firearms instructor with the National Rifle Association and the United States Concealed Carry Association. So he tours the country, teaching people, especially black and brown folks and women, how to safely use firearms. Uh, he has a, what's called S-T-E-L-P, safety training, education, and legal protection. The way I got connected with Griff, he did a show back in uh, September, 2021, called What's in Your IFAC. IFAC is an acronym for Individual First Aid Kit. And his show is normally about an hour. And he, t- he talks about everything from A to Z. And so I chimed in and I was like, oh, I got like four different ones, you know, because you have first aid kits for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And so the IFAC is a tactical first aid kit because it has the tourniquets and all the things for a major problem. And so he he said, hey, I want to partner with people who have like minds that want to talk more about helping our people survive in real times with these pieces of equipment. So... I chimed in, and our uh, future work partner Dexter Doc Pickens chimed in also, uh, and he gives his number out freely, like what when I gave you his number, it, it, you know, he gives that that same. Right.
0: Number off. Yeah, he's very easy to speak with. He's very easy yeah. to approach. He's you know a wonderful person.
3: And so I texted him, and he called me back, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So I'm trying not to have a fan out moment because you know I got like perfect, <laughs> that, I got everything. That's, that's what there. I was trying
0: not to do. <laughs> yeah, and
3: I called. Him, I said, "I said, Griff, uh, I'm trying not to have a fan out moment, but I got to tell you, I'm, I said I'm gonna give you one minute of a fan of fandom." <laughs> and he just started laughing, you know, and he he appreciated that, and so uh, the conversation was maybe six minutes long and from there we just formed a great partnership between the three of us and so each week if you look at my profile on clubhouse i list all the shows that we have done uh since september and like i said they're an hour long And so we just talk about like current events like the travis scott fiasco what do you do if you're a concert goer and you start seeing people going into cardiac arrest or The shooting that happened in Michigan with Ethan Crumbley. what do you do if you're a student or staff and you're seeing your classmates getting slaughtered there? Like, how do you deal with those situations? So that's part of what we talk about, not only on his platform, but what I talk about with my company also.
0: Right. And you know, it's so amazing. Um, and I got to tell you, I had that fan out moment too, because I'm like, I have Professor Griff's number on my phone for public. <laughs> it was an amazing moment, but he's truly an amazing person to connect with. You know, and I think the work that you guys are doing is is much needed and warranted. What are some challenges that you're facing as you're going into the community, raising awareness and, and bringing this to, to the forefront? What are some challenges that you're seeing as you are trying to pull this all together to create this much needed
3: Awareness and safety? The challenges that I see is just lack of awareness, for one. For one, I would say that our communities have so many issues that we deal with, whether you're talking about systemic racism, poverty, lack of jobs, uh, low expectations in terms of. People being accepting of us, you know, a lot of black and brown people feel like, hey, you know, I'm just here. You know, I'm just trying to survive. You know, I can't think five years in the future. I can't even necessarily think five days in the future because I I, I got to worry about how I'm going to keep my heat on. Uh, I got to worry right. about if I'm going to have a roof over my head and these four walls because I'm about to get evicted because I haven't been able to pay my rent. So I don't have time to think about the stuff that you're talking about. Uh, And just a whole list of things that we tend to to deal with in our communities. However, when people talk about Black-on-Black crime, it's a misnomer because crime is not about race. It's about opportunity. It's about control. It's about, uh, or lack of control. You know, people typically don't, commit crimes for no reason. You know, it's like right. I'm not walking around like, okay, who can, whose car can I break into today? Because I don't have a reason to break breaking into somebody's car. I have my car, I have access to my wife's car, I work, and different things like that. That's me, that's my life, that's my mentality.
1: Right.
3: When I didn't have a car, I was taking tr- public transportation. So those things are part of my mental stability. If you have a different mindset, and this is part of what we deal with, the mental health aspect of my company, because that's something that I have been dealing with more and more, the mental health issues. I say all the time, and to to further answer your question, I'll even say this, because this will cover everything. Mental health crisis is the world's oldest continuous pandemic. It's been around since day one. You can find it in all historical aspects. If you are a believer in religion, you can find it in various theological doctrines. Mental health crisis is part of the fabric of our lives and it ain't going nowhere. And it's part of why we deal with all of these issues on a daily basis. We as black and brown people specifically in our communities are dealing with a lot of these issues and they affect how we move and, and, and what motivates us each day. And so we also have the stigmas, the stereotypes and the taboos when it comes to mental health that keep us from seeking mental health help. Right. That's the other thing that we focus on.
0: Yeah. And and that that was going to be my next question is that we have so many stigmas and we have so many people saying that these cultural barriers are preventing us from having this open communication about mental health, which is so important. And you're right. It's the core and the foundation of a lot of issues that we're facing. And as you're going about and communicating, how do we start breaking those stigmas? What can we do as even like the smaller communities who are trying to create changes? How can we start changing those conversations to break those stigmas and become more aware that this is real mental health is is a real thing and that we really have to start talking about it more openly more honestly and realize that it affects each and every one of us no matter where you come from
3: dialogue having conversations like you and i are having not just because you're interviewing me when you go and talk to your family, when you talk to your friends, when you talk to your neighbors, your coworkers, people that you don't, especially people that you don't know, people that don't look like you, that don't sound like you, that don't interact with you on a regular basis. My definition of community is common plus unity plus dialogue. You cannot have one without the other. There are 7.8, Billion with a B, as in boy, people on this planet currently. I did a Google search a couple of weeks ago. That's the current number. Nobody's going anywhere. I mean, you might move, like I moved from St. Louis to Charlotte in 2020, but I'm not moving off the planet. And so I have some new neighbors and new people that I can meet. And in my interaction with these folks, I'm having these conversations. My family on my wife's side is white because my wife is biracial and she was adopted as a a little kid into a white family. And so I have a different conversation with them than I would maybe have with people in, in my community back home because they typically weren't having some of these conversations that I would have with my people or people that look like me in my hometown. And so that's part of it. I think also when we're talking about mental health, we have to, again, get away from these stereotypes, because if you think of the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest that came out in the seventies with Jack Nicholson, that was a very specific uh, display of how mental health was dealt with back mm-hmm. in those days and even beforehand. The lobotomies, the people getting drugged to the point where they were just catatonic, getting put in straitjackets, put it in these padded rooms. And so I always say, here's a great icebreaker. Ask somebody, what's the first word that comes to their mind when they think of mental health? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'll and i tell you, if I had a dollar for every time somebody said crazy, my bank account would look like Elon Musk or Warren right. Buffett. No,
0: you're right.
3: Because people think of mental health and they think, oh man, I don't want, I don't, you know, I don't want to be labeled as crazy and all this right. stuff. So we have to deal with those things. And a lot of that comes with dialogue. They don't they don't do the lobotomies anymore. Now they have electroshock therapy. There's different medications. There's uh cognitive behavior therapy and EMDR, which is phenomenal. So there's many different things on the list of mental health that is available now to help people deal with right. these.
0: So I want to go back to something you said, and this is just to an open, have an open, honest conversation because I want to understand. So you mentioned that the dialogue that you have with different races is, is different. So just explain that a little bit. Why would the dialogue be different? Or Because for me, I, I think that mental health is universal, right? But I, I do understand your perspective, but I want to dive into that a little bit more just to understand when you say the conversation you may be having with a with different communities, why would the dialogue be sort of different and how do you approach that?
3: There was an article that was printed uh, featuring me back on August 19, 2019 uh, in US News and World Reports, written by this former senior writer, Joseph P. Williams entitled Diversity Emergency. Mm-hmm. And that article talked about the need for more Black and brown people in EMS mm-hmm. and why that's important. And it talked about how having a lack of diversity in just EMS alone and medicine creates its own problems, just like any other career. The the, the more that you have black and brown people in these fields, it matters. If you wanna say black lives matter, you can say that. I don't have a problem with that. I don't think that the conversations that I have, when I say different, I don't mean that I'm not having the same conversation with them as I would have with the people that I grew up with and that look like me. When I say different, I mean, that conversation may not have been had with people who don't look like me so when i when i'm talking with them i may bring up a subject that maybe they haven't talked about maybe they haven't thought about um, let's take so me being a paramedic i always tell people when i went to medical school i didn't learn how to treat black and brown people only when I worked for a private uh, EMS service, or when I worked for a paid fire department, they didn't say okay. And this was just a primarily black fire department and a pri- primarily black and brown uh, uh, did fire district. We didn't learn how to just put out fires only in the, uh, in the black and brown community. You know, we didn't care about who owned the house or whatever. Right, right. And so when I have conversations with people. I talk to them about how this matters.
1: Right.
3: A person seeing me show up on a because I've dealt with a lot of racism and prejudice in my 14 plus years in fire and EMS. When I show up and I have a white partner, most of the time the focus is on my white partner, even though I'm the medic. My partner may be just an EMT, all paramedics or EMTs, Not all EMTs are Mm paramedics. So I'm the one in charge. But most of the time, they would go to my white partner and start talking with him or her. And I'm like, hello. Uh, And so uh, it's just those are just some of the things that I focus on when I talk to people that don't look like me. It's like, hey, I can have the same intelligent conversation with you that you can have with you know, somebody that you deal with on a regular basis. Right. However, if you're not willing to have that conversation with me because my skin tone, that's that's an ignorant thing. And so these are things that I talk about when I talk to people, like in my family, my family has been great in terms of they didn't just start accepting me, quote unquote, because I came into the family in 2017. My family has been very and i hate using the word tolerant because that means that you have to accept somebody they have always been looking at people as people right. you know uh and that's a whole nother story in and of itself how great they just as people in general And we're humans and so the those conversations that i have with people about diversity are are key all across the board And I just look forward forward to having those conversations. Like when we talk about critical race theory, it's about history. You can take the race out of it if you want to just talk about, okay, well, I'm not trying to make you feel bad because your ancestors were either slave owners or because you have the same hue as they are. Because white folks have done stuff to white folks. I just saw a thing on PBS where they were talking about The history of concentration camps. Well, they these white folks were putting other white folks in these concentration camps when they started with the person who created barbed wire and automatic rifle. And I was like, wow, why aren't we talking about that? I didn't learn about that in history class. So these are things that I talk about when I talk to people that don't look like me to try to even the playing field and have the dialogue.
0: Right. And, and I think that's part of the, the challenge is everybody seeing everybody as equal as one and having these, these diverse conversations. And I think it's something that's continuing to evolve as, as we continue to have these conversations. And I think what you're doing is, is amazing. And be, being on the brink of this is truly a, a great aspect. You're listening to this Simply Real podcast. We are talking today to Larry Penton. We're going to come back with him in a little bit. He's got a lot more to spread, he's got a lot more going on. Keep it locked in. Today's old school hip hop. Six minutes, six
2: minutes,
1: six minutes, I, oh, I forgot the date. Man, you did it again. Oh no! No, Here we go. Rubble. Here we go. Rubble. Here we go. the no, 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 show. No no, 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 we didn't. No, 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 we didn't. No. I just told the story the way it went. Michelle, what? Look, since you seem to be forgetting, I'm gonna tell you all was starting from the beginning, alright? Mm-hmm. Cruising down the ab with my homeboy Boo, laying back like Jack the went to the groove. The greatest man alive was cold rock in my world. Then I rocked a little harder when the song is fresh, like hold up, I can't go out like nothing. I had to conjure up a cool way to strike. They call me E.S., the overlord of I saw you in the dress and I was happy to dress A compliment came through in the clutch She started to blush, then I knew what was up Called the next morning, said, what'll it be? Then and and the movie, you're just chilling with me She said, okay So I we went and got the slimy As soon as I opened the door, she said, give me It was like I was a and she was fletching She got my cold swallowed my ones like you Groucher Then after a couple weeks, of good lover love my friend, She did the dummy move She started asking for forgiveness i i
0: now, I know we spoke a lot about being in your field of being a licensed uh, paramedic and firefighter, and you've seen so much, and you've, oh, yeah. you've uh, definitely um, been involved in so many different situations. And I love what you said about the gun safety with Professor Griff. I think that's much needed. And talk a little, bit, a little bit about that, about the gun safety program, because that's something that's so important, especially now with what's going on in the news and as you see all this gun violence. and with all these upcoming rappers and shooting cops and just, just so much, so much craziness happening. And I think gun safety is one of those important topics that uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that's being highlighted. So tell me a little bit about that program and how that's sort of impacting your world and the community.
3: So part of what, and, and I'm a student of Griff's when it comes to gun safety and training uh, I've been a gun owner even before i met griff uh, i'm not in the nra Uh, i have a membership with a company called u.s texas law shield they provide legal protection liability insurance basically and i think it's like 11 bucks a month for starters uh that you know if you have some incident with a gun or a firearm or a weapon Uh, You have 24 access to an attorney that they take care of all your fees and all this stuff or whatever. 11 bucks a month just to start out. You can add stuff to your policy if you want. Uh, With Griff, and again his program, one of them is called STELP, Safety Training, Education, and Legal Protection. Mm So. When it comes to firearms, and this is a, a training firearm for those that may see, I don't know if you're gonna broadcast this uh, Zoom video, but when it comes to firearms, we talk about the four universal firearm safety rules, and he uses the acronym TANK, so the T-A-N-K. Number one, treat all firearms as though they're loaded and always perform a clearance check to make sure there's no round in the chamber is always be sure your target and what's beyond it so in the news recently there was a young lady that was killed in la at a shopping mall when the police officer fired a round or a few rounds at a suspect one of those rounds went through a wall and it hit her on the other side when she she was in the dressing room so this is where the a comes in you know bullets go through objects and a bullet has a stop, even if you shoot it in the in the air, like when people fire off weapons on a New Year's Eve, they, whatever goes up comes down at the mm-hmm. same velocity. And is never point your firearm at anything that you're not willing to destroy. So we talk to people about that. If you're gonna point your weapon at somebody, why are you willing to do that? Because you're willing to take this person's life, whether they stepped on your sneakers, They, you know, you know, gave you the finger while you were driving down the road or something like that or whatever. And then K is keep your finger off the trigger and outside of the trigger guard until you have acquired your target and are ready to shoot. That's important because a lot of times people don't understand when you have your finger on this trigger, let's say somebody startles you, your your reflex is to clench and flinch you're going to pull that trigger and you may discharge it accidentally. So these are things that we talk to the community about when we're talking about firearm safety, especially in our community. So uh, our focus is fourfold. We want to help create emergency operations plans for houses of worship, schools, businesses in the community at large. So when Doc and I, when we go out across the country and we're talking about stop the bleed and tactical emergency casualty care, we talk about these things because all traumas are not involving firearms. But since a lot of people are using firearms to do these traumatic events or incidents, and we talk, we use the term active violent incidents because we know when you start talking about shootings and stuff like that, sometimes you can get caught in that metaverse stuff and get blocked right. and everything. Right. And most people still refer to it as active hostile, active shooter hostile events. Right, right. But when I say active shoot, active violent incidents, that covers everything. And in our community, because the there's so many firearms that are being used and a lot of them aren't legal, we talk about those things, and so we talk about how to safely utilize them with uh, women also, because women are, actually make better shooters than men.
0: Oh, it's good to know. <laughs> yeah,
3: this is something Professor Griff, he said, if I had a, a choice of picking an army of 10 men or 10 women, I'm going to pick the 10 women, because women typically are better shooters, and they listen better.
0: That is true.
3: <laughs> so. So that's again. That's just part of what we talk about when we're having these classes. When we go to the community, when we're talking to these kids,
1: we right. talk about
3: the importance of being trained legally. Get your carry concealed when you're able to buy a firearm, not from D boy on the block, but right. somewhere that is a, a verified retailer. You know, going to the range. You know, because kids can go to the range, too, as long as they're with an adult. Right. Uh, you know, women, again, they make firearms for women just like they make firearms for men. You know, I mean, you can get a colored gun if you want, but, you know, we don't even talk about that as much. Right. But, yeah, you can also get the same information that is out there for anybody. There's tons of books. Historically, this is the book I'm holding up called Negroes with Guns. And it talked about a uh, self-defense act that happened here in North Carolina, where I am, uh, with the Ku Klux Klan in this black community. Uh, there's just so much information out there. People can Google all kind of information when it comes mm-hmm. to guns and safety. And these are just things that we want to talk to the community about.
0: Yeah, and I think it's much needed and especially when it comes to the younger generation because they're the ones upcoming, they're the ones getting the information, they're the ones that are exposed to all these things through the media, through the internet, through social media. So I think it's really important of the work that you guys are all doing and I love the impact that you're making across the globe and especially when it comes to our kids and the younger generation because they're the ones, the future impact of, of the world. And I know we spoke a lot about that in some conversations that we've had so you know today I I definitely want the audience listening in to come away with a good perspective and understanding of everything that you're doing and you know if there's one thing you want to leave the audience with today with in terms of your impact and you know what what, what we should be knowing in terms of our motivation what are some lasting thoughts that you definitely want to leave our audience with today and keep impacting? Mental
3: health has to be dealt with head-on we have to own our crap. I don't want to curse on here, but people know what I mean when I say crap. Right. We have to own our crap. It's just like any other problem, addiction, or what have you. There has to be an awareness of it. There has to be an acceptance of it. And it has to be considered. It's kind of like a contract. So a contract has three parts. An agreement, acceptance, and consideration. So we have to look at mental health in the same Context. You know, there has to be an agreement that there's a mental health issue or issues. There has to be an acceptance of that and there has to be consideration. How are you going to plan it out? What's the plan of action? So we have to look at it in a contractual context to be able to deal with it effectively. The other thing I would say is, again, community is common plus unity plus dialogue. We have to talk to each other. If I wanna go, if I wanna talk crap, I can go to the barbershop, you know? Uh, however, in these rooms like Clubhouse or on different platforms that you see, we have to be willing to talk to people that we've never met. Right. I've never met you in a person.
1: Right.
3: Here we are having a conversation. I, I have to be able to meet you where you are, just like you have to be willing to meet me where right. I am. Right. So the other thing I would say is we got to get back to our humanity. It doesn't matter what race you are, gender, ethnicity, you know, uh, there's a line that Karis uh, one says uh, in a song called Human Education Against Lies," And he said, before you're color, first you're human teaching humanity is what we're doing. We have to get back to our humanity because I believe that if we get back to our humanity, we will see less and less of these active violent events, whether we're talking uh, in a home like with domestic violence because that's something that I dealt with a lot when I would get 911 calls. I dealt a lot with mental health uh, issues uh, at the firehouse uh, and the private EMS service that I worked at. You know, so those things are at the forefront of my mind in terms of my advocacy as a first responder, even though I'm not actively in the field on a fire truck or a ambulance, I still yeah. am an advocate. Right. And so these are things that I bring to the table when I'm talking to different groups and individuals. Those are things that I would leave people with Uh, And just have an openness to have uncomfortable conversations we're not talking about being disrespectful to anybody we're talking about hey we might have some uncomfortable conversation and that's fine we're gonna and we have to agree to disagree that's fine, but let's just have the dialogue
0: yeah and I like that you said that have an open mind and having those uncomfortable conversations because many people don't want to step out of their comfort zone unfortunately and don't want to see the other person's point of view so and I think that's an important lesson especially for any kids listening in because that's what it's all about is the core of humanity is being able to listen be curious be you know be human and just be compassionate and open-minded towards other people's opinions and and words of advice and wisdom and Larry today you spread so much wisdom and words of inspiration i'm truly grateful that you've come on here today on the simply real podcast and so many great gems that you've dropped for anybody who wants to connect with you who wants to be a part of your advocacy who wants to help you know build with what you're doing how can they get in contact with you how can they connect with you
3: i am available on my website at www.pensionpending.com that's PS and Paul, E N T S and Tom, O N Pending.com. Uh, my email address is consulting solutions at Penton If you go to the website, all of our social media links are listed on there. Uh, uh, we have a link tree also that has those links. Uh, I'm on Clubhouse pretty regularly. So if you go to Clubhouse, and pull up my name, it'll say Larry Pitton and it'll say LP in parentheses, which is what most people refer to me as. All of the shows that I've done uh with Professor Griff are listed on there. Uh, there's a number of other podcasts, including the article that was uh that I was featured on in US News and World Reports. Those titles are listed in my profile. So uh, and my office number is 704-270. 8010. So two seven zero eight zero one zero. Uh You can reach me at any time if I uh, don't connect with you right away. It'll be within 24 hours. Uh, so definitely look for me in these clubhouse streets because I'm in many rooms with you.
0: Yes, you also. are.
3: And uh, I'm back from vacation. So I'll be, you'll see me more in some of these rooms. And yeah, just Uh, reach out to me and let's talk, let's dialogue, let's let's show each other that not only can we get along, but let's teach more people how to survive in real time. Because it's not just about violence, it's about prevention and about understanding and love and humanity. So that's what I would leave your audience with.
0: Love it. Thank you so much. Larry Penson, everybody. Make sure and connect with him. He's doing some amazing things. Him and Professor Griff. I'm a big fan of Professor Griff. I'm a yeah. big fan of yours, Larry. And I'm just so happy to have you guys talking about what you're doing in, in, the, in society and impacting everyone. Thank you all for tuning in today to the Simply Real podcast. Definitely go connect with Larry and we'll see you guys all soon. Thank you so
1: much.
3: Peace and blessings. I think it's very vital
1: to rock around, that's right, on time, it's tricky. Uh, it's tr- 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 here we go. It's T to rock around, to rock around, that's right, on time, it's tricky. It's tricky. tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around, that's right, on time, it's tricky. I met this little girlie, Her hair was kind of curly. Went to her house and bust her out, I had to leave her they just say it please me or spend some time and rock a rhyme. I said it's not that easy. And it's three to rock around, to rock around. That's right on time. And-
0: podcast is sponsored by Simply Healthy Global Media, your one-stop shop for natural organic vitamins, supplements, skincare, clean beauty products, motivational apparel, podcasts, books, and so much more. Check out Simply Healthy Global Media, your one-stop shop for everything motivational at SimplyHealthyGlobalMedia.com. That's SimplyHealthyGlobalMedia.com. tuning in today to the simply Via podcast i hope you enjoyed today's old school hip-hop throwing it back in the day i also hope you enjoyed our special guest speaker today larry penton definitely go connect with him give him a follow see how you can do some work with him larry's doing some amazing things in the community centered around mental health gun safety and prevention and really just so much more he's really just an amazing inspirational person See how you can work with him to spread some awareness. See how we can really just keep the advocacy and awareness going around these important, important issues that is really so important today. And I really hope that you will connect with him. So with that, we're going to end with a little stupid cat and heavy D. Keep it locked into the Simply Real podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Make your way over to my YouTube page at Simply Real. Give it a follow. And Keep it locked in always. Simply Real is your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, guest speakers, music, and more. With yours truly, the one and only Jennifer Maharaj. Have a beautiful blessed day, everyone.